0: Welcome to Career Caffeine, the weekly podcast for women who feel stuck, burned out, overwhelmed, or just need a little boost of inspiration in their careers. I'm your host, Angela. I'm a professional career mindset coach, corporate dropout, and dog lover. Every Wednesday, I'll release a brand new episode and invite you to grab a cup of coffee or your favorite bevvy of choice and listen in where I'll share a little career wisdom, inspiration advice, and real talk from my own career experiences as a district manager for more than 20 years working for world-class retail brands and as a career mindset coach where I help women just like you who are on the career hamster wheel and are looking for a change. I'll have topics that are like the coffee chats that you have with your work bestie when you need someone to talk to, and I'll have some occasional guests who will also offer tips and strategies to help you to get unstuck so that you can begin to move forward with your goals, dreams, and career aspirations. If you're interested in learning more about coaching and how I can help you to achieve your career goals, check out my website, angelanightcoaching.com, or drop me an email at Angela at and follow me here on the Career Caffeine podcast for free on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere your favorite podcasts are found. Welcome to episode number six, Recharge, Reset, and Renew. I'm your host and career mindset coach, Angela. You guys, I am so excited to be sitting here live and in person with my very dear friend, Sarah Smith who is also a former doctor of physical therapy, (laughs) right? And transitioned into uh, being a coach. And so I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me
1: on and for being in person.
0: I know, you guys, this is so amazing. We're sitting here with our bevvies of choice. We're actually drinking water today, so don't get too jealous or envious. Um, But we thought we would take a little bit of a different spin on today's episode because we know that so many of you are continuing with some of the challenges and some of the everyday balance of your career and at home right and we thought today we would take a little bit of a different spin and not just focus on the career part but that balance of your heart your mind and that whole connection to mind body spirit and how it can help you to be more productive at home and even more productive at work so sarah i am just so i can't tell you how excited i am to have you here so Would love it if you would just share a little bit with our listeners about what you do and how you transitioned into coaching.
1: Yes, I'll start with the the transition. So um, I went to school, became a doctor of physical therapy, and then pretty quickly uh, really specialized in chronic pain, uh, relief, and love. I've always loved a good challenge. Um, And then from there, uh, one of the most kind of underutilized and really unknown areas, of course, of the body, but also of of kind of life in general is is the pelvic floor. Um, And so I kind of got into that really what I would say, like by the grace of God, it wasn't something I, I, as I told people all the time, I never really planned to become a gynecologist or like be in that field. So pelvic floor really kind of found me. Um, But what I realized very quickly was that it was so needed. Um, and, and so vital. I mean, they're the, they're the parts of your life that are very intimate and that you can't discuss with anybody. So sometimes that may be back pain or hip pain or actually, you know, pain of the pelvis or incontinence or anything else. Um, but you can't talk about that, right? Um, and so it becomes a very a lonely game, which interestingly enough, a lot of times in our career, especially if we're an entrepreneur or if we are trying to really climb the ladder professionally, that also becomes very lonely at the top too. So I started seeing a lot of these connections, um, and I'm a connector person.
0: (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) I am,
1: yes. So I started seeing a lot of connections, and um, probably one of the main things, I had uh, been certified in yoga, uh, so kind of having that more mind-body-spirit, I guess, you know, technique um, in my back pocket was helpful, but what I started to see is I was working specifically with with the lower half of the body with my clients was that stress and burnout and overwhelm were actually really getting in my way as a physical therapist. And so like, I couldn't, you know, they would come to me and they're like, well, just give me the exercises or, you know, what, what do I do? Like what, you know, what exercises, what movement, what do I need to do? um, You know, to be out of this pain or, you know, to resolve this problem. And what I was finding was the missing link really was, which, which now is really pretty, mainstream, and there's a lot of research around it, Um, but is the concept of, you know, there's a lot that's coming from the brain kind of top down that is getting in the way of of health benefits. Um, So that is then how I slowly started to transition from doctor of pelvic floor physical therapy into... Uh, now what I call like a transformational um, intuitive coach. So I really work uh, specifically with women, but but also so what I call some brave men um, really around the world. and I am supporting them professionally, but really by taking care of them. Um, We're in a time, uh, but not just now, really forever when when you know there is so much, that we are juggling, um, when we are achievers and when we are, when we desire success and also when we desire to, you know, create a career for ourselves, whatever that career may be. Um, and it may be part-time, it may be full-time or, you know, beyond, um, but it, it can be lonely again. And so usually I tend to attract people who, they are great caretakers. They take care of everybody else. They are nurturing. They see everybody's potential. They are, you know, taking people under their wing. But my question is always, who's taking care of you? And are you able to kind of be your best advocate and build a team around you? Because just like we have in the NFL or any professional sports, you know, if somebody is going to the top, they are—they have a team around them. Well, who's your team? So I usually kind of am a, a big part of that for the people that have, have come to work with me. Um, I see the connections between kind of the career and the personal. Um, and yeah, I mean, we can get into some of the research, um, you know, but yeah. I'll kind of stop
0: stop there. <laughs> oh, no, This is great. I mean, this is really great. And I think, you know, Sarah, I think you hit it on the head. We need a team and especially women, they're caretakers or they're nurturers or they mm-hmm. take care of others. And at work, we're also responsible for teams, whether you're on a team as an individual contributor or whether you're leading a team. Very rarely are you a solo, unless you're like us, right, like a solopreneur. Right. And you. sometimes it's difficult to reach out for help or to raise your hand because being vulnerable is difficult. Being vulnerable to share, I have a lot of stress or yeah. I'm not feeling 100%. And sometimes we don't even recognize it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that oftentimes people find you, women and brave men, Mm -hmm. that have been caretakers, but they're also, their body is telling them something and it's telling them something about stress. And you mentioned the mind body connection, right? Especially from the heart, your gut, your intuition, and your mind. And maybe share for our listeners a little bit about any research that you've shared or that you've found of how that impacts both at work both you know, at home and mm-hmm. anything that you have found that would be helpful for our listeners that may not have heard of pelvic floor physical therapy or Things that,
1: or how it
0: incorporates to coaching, right? Or how it incorporates into coaching. (laughs) People might be listening to this, thinking, "What? What? What is she talking about? Do I have to go to my gyno for some coaching?"
1: Like, you know. Oh my god, I love it. Yes. So, mm, wonderful question. You know. um, So, really, and I'm going to kind of, I'm going to go way back. You know, if you have a newborn infant and they are in a, you know, relatively comfortable, safe and, you know, developmentally appropriate situation, okay, like where they're, they're developing as they should, if you watch them breathe, they're breathing lower through their belly, right? So they're using their diaphragm. And what happens over time is as we start uh, getting expectations placed on us, um, you know, different beliefs, uh, you know, are we are designed, humanly designed, to, you know, be affected, right? We're little sponges from those around us. And so we start kind of creating a whole habitual and belief system that we're oftentimes later not really aware of how that affects us. Um, and there have been wonderful studies of, of ACEs, Adverse child experiences and how those then uh, play into health and how they play into the workplace later in life. But what I always like to tell people is, you know, you don't have to have a really specifically traumatic adverse event for your nervous system to kind of flip. And so what happens is over time, instead of breathing from the lower diaphragm, which is... Um, what I like to say activates your parasympathetic nervous system. So, what's help you? It what's it is? What helps you digest your food? It helps you sleep. It helps you think clearly. It helps you activate really your creativity and your ability to produce and achieve. Okay, so that's really the parasympathetic part. And I'm kind of simplifying all of it. If what we start flipping. And because stress starts coming in, um, expectations start coming in of us, right? Like, you know, you're supposed to go to college, you're supposed to have a good you know, right. career, you're supposed to make six or seven figures or, you know, whatever those expectations may be. Um, so what happens is we actually start shunting that breath and start breathing and living really from the top half of our body. And when we breathe heavy, like, think about if, if you're, you know, if somebody's kind of chasing after, you're nervous, you're angry, you're breathing up high, right? So in your, I'm I'm holding my chest and my neck right now of like, that's usually where we breathe. We're kind of quickly. Well, that activates the sympathetic. And so your sympathetic is really your fight or flight. So a lot, and fight, flight, or freeze. And so a lot of people really go into the workplace or go into their career and that's where they're starting their day. That's where they're throughout the day. And that's where they're ending their day. Um, So I like to call it, people are living from the top half of their body. They're living from the scared heart, is actually what I call it, and from their logical mind. But the majority of people, that is not effectively, neurologically or hormonally, how they should be activating themselves. So when we bring it back down, and you can bring it back down with tools such as deep breathing... Um, guided visualization, Uh, even just talking about it right now, you know, you may even find like, wow, I'm noticing my hips, I'm noticing my legs, (laughs) like noticing where I'm sitting in the chair. When you do that, then you're reactivating this calm, safe, collective, clear, courageous part of you. And research really shows that um, when there is work-life balance, I don't really love the word balance, but we'll we'll also call it work life benefit. Um, and so, when there is this this uh, contentment and joy and happiness with your personal life, that may be health, that may be relationships, that may be with finances, uh, you know, friends and beyond. When you have contentment there there's like huge bodies of research now that shows that then you will produce and more at a more effective and happier rate at work. So you'll be more clear, you will be more creative, you will have less sick days is, is what they've found. Um, so that is of a huge interest to me. It's always interesting to me um, that a lot of us sometimes are on a path that maybe was right for a time, but perhaps it's shifted. And for some, they may feel that a, that's a little bit scary or like, "Whoa, I don't want to shift too much, but it depends on the person, right? Like sometimes it's just a small shift that you mm-hmm. have to make. Yeah. Right. And then for others, sure. Others go, you know, wow, I thought I was c- climbing this career mountain. Now I'm looking at that mountain over there. And now, What do I do to get there? Yeah. So in your transitional times, the last thing I want to kind of say, and then I'll be quiet, is um, in the transitional times and when we are very overdoing and we're really stressed and, and just, you know, really just juggling, right? We're in survival mode. That's usually when I myself, and I'm sure you would agree, and when most people say, well, I'll take care of myself two weeks from now. But again, what research shows and also what, what I now have seen with working with, with, you know, with hundreds and thousands of people around the world is that in those transitional times, that's where you need to actually get really clear. That's where you need to be reaching out for support specifically, um, you know, be it a breathing practice, be it, you know, a professional to assist you, to take care of you while you are on the the crazy you know, carousel,
0: carousel. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I think you're, you're right. And what you were saying, um, about as an infant, right. We breathe from our bellies and then we learn or our environment impacts us throughout yeah. the rest of our life. And sometimes I think stress and burnout, it sneaks up on you too, where, mm. what, think about that frog, you know, analogy that we've all heard, right? Like if you put a frog into boiling water, of course it would immediately leap out. But if that frog was in the water and it slowly got warmer and warmer and warmer, they're not going to notice as much. And then when it does start to boil, they're probably going to get hurt a little bit. And they're like, oh gosh, I got to get out of here, right? Mm -hmm. And same thing for us. I think sometimes it's a slow burn, if you will, over time and before you know it, your body starts to scream for help. Your body raises its hand and says, pay attention to me. I'm not trying to kill you over here. I love you. Please stop trying to kill me, right? You know, and so many people have gone through that, myself included, where your body rebels. Um, But I also want to go back to your thought around work-life benefit and having a more clear, creative thought process I think that's so powerful because as women, sometimes we have a community that we can reach out to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we like to do it more often than we can, you know, you and I sure. included, right? Yeah. But for someone that might be listening now that may not have that community to reach out to, can you give some advice or maybe a tip on what they could do in the moment when they're at work and they just, they feel like they've reached their breaking point and they need to step away, go outside, or even just an exercise they can do on the go, mm-hmm. what would be a tip or a best practice that you could share?
1: Yeah, so you know, um, I'm gonna step back because what you were talking about with the physical, It really is so true, you know, usually our bodies are constantly communicating with us and we just have to have, um, as one of my dear friends said, you know, a Lorax of the body, right, to like really kind of say, no, this is what it's saying, this is what it's telling you. Um, And there's often a disconnect because we are living very, very logically and we're living kind of up in our head um, and in our to-do lists and in our producer, right, we're constantly trying to produce or consume, you know. Um, So the tip that I have is that you can do absolutely anywhere is be aware of in this moment what it is that you feel. And you can do that by bringing your attention. I actually have to take my hand. um, So I'll kind of take my hand like at the top of like my head as if I'm pulling down a shade and I will pull my hand kind of all the way down the body. So that way I'm noticing, okay, I'm noticing my throat. I'm noticing around my chest. I'm noticing my arm. I'm noticing my abdomen. I'm noticing my legs and my feet. So I'm kind of pulling my attention back down into my body. Um, and, And with that, you know... For some, it can feel a little unnerving at times if they have had like a lot of physical or chronic pain. Um, but what it does is it radically allows you to know, whoa, this is what I need. For example, um, you know, with, with a lot of times, we, we don't even know when it's time to go to the bathroom, right? Or when we've had too much water. And, and our nervous system is designed so that we can actually override those signals. Like our brain can override what our bladder needs. Our brain can override what our stomach needs if we're hungry.
0: Yes. Right? Yes. Well, it's wonderful. For anybody that sat through an extensive meeting. <laughs> yes. You know, you're, yeah. you know, you're thinking, gosh. And then all of a sudden your body says, you know, pay attention to me. Pay attention. Or when you're triggered by stress or mm-hmm. by a co-worker or by a client or by someone or something. And then... You start to notice because, as you mentioned earlier, your breath becomes, and I'm pointing to my chest like you guys can see that, Mm -hmm. Um, but it becomes more about your where your heart or, you know, in your upper part of your breathing. And like you said earlier, it's like that fight, flight or freeze. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think it is. It's important to have that awareness. I love that analogy that you just shared about. Yeah. Pull the pulling, curtain down. Pulling down the curtain <laughs> or pulling down the shade. Yeah. And I think that's important to you. Like even when you're in the moment or if you're having a moment of conflict with someone mm-hmm. or you're thinking about on the other end of a phone call with someone that for whatever reason, there's been a stress point that's been triggered and it's important to stop. Think about where that's coming from, but allow yourself even just to be aware of your breath or your breathing
1: yeah. And it has to be practice. So, you know, communication, um, both personally and professionally is probably one of the main reasons why people come to me. They're trying to conflict resolve, you know, in, in, board meetings and, and with their employees. And then they're also trying to, you know, communicate more effectively in their own personal life, um, in their relationships or with themselves or friends. And so and family members, <laughs> um, And it does, it really, you know, there, there's also a level of planning that, that can be there Um, because usually our bodies sense when something is coming, it's just, are we in tune enough to, and, and are we aware enough? All we have is this present moment, yet most of us are either mentally living in the past or mentally living in the future. So when you come back to the present moment, you really are truly embodying yourself. You are really, really settling into the home in which you've been given. And even if your relationship with it, like, isn't fantastic, right? Most people have not had the best relationship with their body. Um, But even so, it even among those, what I found is that there's still a lot of nuggets, you know, of wisdom and information that your body can give to you that really can help you through, you know, those conflict resolution situations. Um, And that to me is just, it's just fun. You know, it's really fun to like find a plan and a workaround for things that have been really stressful, difficult
0: patterns in your personal or professional life for a long time. And there's such a need for that. And it's such a different avenue to pursue than the typical, you know, let me go read a book about conflict resolution, or let me go read a book about stress or whatever pamphlet that my doctor just gave me, you know, at my last appointment, because it does, it treats the whole mind, body, spirit connection. And it does, I mean, it really does impact your entire life and everyday work, life, all of it and just being in tune.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. And, um, you know, I had a client recently, we were talking about this before we got on where, um, she you know came to see me because we all we have to find the path of least resistance for some it is working with the physical and for others it's working kind of with the mind or you know the the body and, and for others it's it's kind of working more through the soul um and so i'm I'm really obsessed with kind of what's kind of the most effective way in which to do that and it really is very individual but um when she came to me and we were kind of working into the into her core and into her pelvic floor and and really, coaching through this, so really kind of combining what is she doing professionally, what's going on in her life personally, um, you know, and we use, for example, this tip that that I just taught you of kind of pulling down the shade. Um, she reached out to me recently and she was like, you know, I have had this book inside of me that I've been trying to, you know, to write for a while. And I've just written over a hundred pages of it. I mean, this stuff is so scientifically effective, you know, um, because we're really capitalizing on your system, you know, which is your hormonal system, your nervous system, um, and capitalizing it on all the good ways, as opposed to focusing it on the what's wrong, you know, what isn't going
0: well. Right. Like you mentioned before with your clients or your patients or, you know, that came, just give me an exercise so I can fix my knee, my elbow, my whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's so much bigger than that. And you have to get to the root cause of things to be able to pull all of that out so that you can begin to repair, recharge, renew. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, um, I think you have a workshop or some meditative series. um, Yeah. I'm sure our listeners would love to hear more about that.
1: Yeah, so I have a, um, you know, one of the, the technique really that that I just shared with you um, is very similar, but kind of, uh, so I have a, it's called Rest and Renew meditative series. It's uh, four really short meditations that actually you can download an app. Um, it's $35 and, and not to download the app, but for the program and you um, download it and you really can listen to these very, very short, simple, but research-based meditations Um, online on the go and it's really cool how this program got started Um, I think it's been about roughly a year uh, a nurse practitioner who was receiving her doctorate contacted me and she really was she was doing her research project on you know um, compassion fatigue and, and really burnout of those that are taking care of others. Um, and she specifically was targeting nurses in, in her research. Um, and so I created these four meditations, you know, based on kind of what what she needed. Um, one of them is uh, breath awareness, so really going a little more deeply into breath. Another one is body scan, so learning how to, again, kind of use that shade technique and, and bring your attention kind of back and through the body. Another one is um, about loving-kindness, and the last one, which I really love, is called Uncovering Your Needs, because when you are so used to, you know, thinking externally about everyone else around you, um, at work and at home, you know, you really, sometimes it's it for all of us, we lose track of what in the world do I need, and what do I want, and how how can I reorient slightly to be able to receive that, so there are, um, yeah, and I as it was so it was created for nurses, and uh, I felt really called to, you know, really bring that in right now to make it available to everybody. Um, you know, we' are in a time. I mean, gosh, we're on like year two, right? Um, when if you are listening to this kind of more as it's been recorded um, from the pandemic. and I think right now we're hitting a really interesting. Time, mental health-wise, um, and stress-wise. Yeah. Uh, so it felt important to to offer this to have it be extremely affordable for it to be on the go for for busy, you know, busy individuals who they only have a few moments, right? Um, so I think you know they're roughly about like six to eight minutes. I think I actually made it so that you could speed them up yeah. <laughs> if you even need to. So um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is absolutely amazing. And thank you so much for sharing that. You're so welcome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's on my website. So it's, um, you know, com, And um, we'll make sure to put the link to, you know, in probably the show notes, because there is like a slight backdoor way of sort of how to get there. So
0: yes. yeah, we'll include all that in the show notes. And, you know, again, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. And I think it's so important for our listeners to have access to so many other things outside of that influence their career, not just about whether it's communication or talking to your boss or how to write an effective email. You're going to do all those things so much better when it's all connected together and it all comes from your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul. And when those things are all aligned, that brings out the more powerful side of you so that you can be more effective, not just for yourself, but for everyone around you. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned earlier, it really does impact your creativity, your productivity, your effectiveness. That example you shared with your client or about your client who just wrote 100 pages into her book after going through some of these exercises and practices and and just shows how you can unlock that and have some real tangible results afterward. You know, some of you that might be listening might be still kind of scratching your head thinking, well, this sounds a little Mm woo-woo, you know? But I'll tell you, like, if you've ever gone to yoga or if you've ever had a massage or if you have ever listened to a meditative track on headspace or something then you know the benefits or you know the impact that getting in touch with your mind your breath your body has on your overall life health and well-being and yeah. health and well-being yeah
1: it absolutely does. yeah i've always said and my clients have always said this they're like you know you bring the science with the woo <laughs> and so <it's, laughs> yes. um, and i really pride myself on that because you know to me it, it has to also be backed you know with with science and it has to make sense you know and has to be utilized for a reason not just for kind of like woo woo let's just all happy happy feel good and um, and not really stick. I like for things to stick. And I've always been kind of obsessed with that lasting lifestyle change, not just something that's kind of, you know, frou frou and fun for a little while, but that, that provides results. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah.
0: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and I think there's just so much out there. Um, and I think it's becoming more mainstream, too, as mm-hmm. more and more people are learning about the benefits of this type of work, the more open to it, people are and are just seeing the, the profound, you know, benefits of that. So yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Well, this has been so much fun, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining today and for being a part of our series today. And, um, it's just been a delight. So guys, we will include, um, in the show notes, links on how you can get in touch with Sarah. Um, But again, thank you so much for listening. And Sarah, thank you so much for being here. It's been so much fun today.
1: Thank you, Coach Angela. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're You're amazing.
0: Thank you. are amazing. All right, guys. Until we meet again, may your cup always be filled with great possibilities.